From the Montana Cayman, University of Montana's independent student-run newspaper, this is the Cayman Cast for the week of April 25th. I'm Eleanor Smith. The name Lily Gladstone might not be one that you recognize yet, but it won't stay that way forever. Gladstone is an actress and UM grad from Montana who's going on to star in movies with household names like Leonardo DiCaprio. Originally from the Blackfeet Reservation, Gladstone worked her way up the Hollywood food chain with what some of her close mentors call a quiet profoundness. On this episode, the story of a rising star from Montana and the people it took to get her there. So really quickly, why don't you why don't you introduce yourself? What do you do at the Cayman? What's your what's your vibe? Yeah, I'm Mariah Karras. I am the business manager and I'm also on the design team. So any layouts that you see or ads that you see, I either am helping with them or advising on them. Awesome. And so tell me about this story. You you met with Lily Gladstone, a, a rising star from Montana, aspiring actress. Yes, I met with Lily Gladstone. Um it was quite the experience. Um, I had no idea how many people were going to want to talk about Lily and their experience with Lily, but a ton of people did, uh, which is just so cool to see the impact that she has years and years after she's left UM. You said she graduated like 2008, you believe, right? Yes, I believe 2008. So she was here for four and a half, some four years and then a half a year. Um, so she did an extra semester, um, and then she started working with the UM Montana Repertory Theater. Oh, that's, and people still recognize the name? People still recognize the name. Um, you know, if they don't know who Lily Gladstone is, by the end of 2022, they probably will know who Lily Gladstone is. Well, this is a good segue. Who is Lily Gladstone? Who is Lily Gladstone? Lily Gladstone is a UM alumna who graduated in 2008 with a BFA in acting and directing and a minor in Native American studies. Um, She has done theater work in Montana. She has done film work in Montana. And in 2016, she starred in Certain Women, which uh, she co-starred with Kristen Stewart, Laura Dern, and Michelle Williams, who's also from Montana originally. Uh, And that kind of put her on the map. A lot of critics were so impressed with her performance, and she was nominated for an Independent Spirit Award uh, as a, like, best supporting actor. Honestly, that was the only award I ever want to be nominated for. <laughs> I put it in, like, I had a um, life skills class or something. I forget what we called it. It was basically the PC version of home economics Yep. when I was in high school. So senior year, we had to do, like, our 10-year plan where we saw ourselves in 10 years. And I can't find it now, but I have such vivid memory of reading it out loud in class and getting so, i feeling like, feeling a little self-conscious that I was so specific about it. But I said, in 10 years, I would like to have either an established career or a burgeoning one. I have a feeling I'll probably just be breaking in, not anything big, independent film and dream of dreams. I would love to be an independent film or an independent spirit award nominee. She got a lot of press from that, which kind of was really surprising for her. And she she talked about how it was a little unnerving because it was so 
a kind of it was a very kind of quietly powerful movie and yet it really touched people and it really moved people and people suddenly wanted to talk to her and interview her and you know she had um like like quotes from Rolling Stone and like all these big names of publications that wanted to talk with her and she said it was really overwhelming but also a very amazing experience Oh my gosh, I did not know that that got so crazy after certain women. That's like incredible. Yeah, 2016 was when that movie came out. Plus she got to meet Kristen Stewart. So She works with Kristen Stewart. Basically that is her scene partner the whole movie. And so they like ride a horse together and like, I have never been more jealous in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was pretty amazing to watch her work in that movie. And not to bury the lead, like, I don't want to be that guy, but she's starring in, like, this huge movie upcoming. With, huge. Directed by Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Leonardo DiCaprio's starring in it with her. She plays Martin. Martin. No, 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 no. She plays Leonardo DiCaprio's wife. Um, so in that movie, Leonardo DiCaprio is, you know, her scene partner, and she's also working with Robert De Niro. So, like, some of these massive, world-renowned, Oscar-winning actors and actresses in, in 2016. And so, yeah, that is going to come out at some point in 2022. That movie is Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, be willing to look stupid, <laughs> honestly. That's <laughs> one of the biggest things. One of the biggest things that I, um, I can say I've learned from, you know, all of these Oscar nominees that I've worked with is like, nobody's afraid of looking stupid by just trying something, you know, because if it doesn't work, you have a good laugh and you get closer to what does work. Well, obviously you don't, you don't get to the, the Scorsese level, like without looking a little stupid first. Absolutely. Like, what was her, what was her introduction into acting? How did she first get to this amazing like place in her life? Like what's her journey been so far? Yeah. So Missoula Children's Theater was the one that she immediately said stood out in her mind. But the one prior to that, she was like, I think my first ever casting was when I was in, I think it was elementary or middle school. And they had all the names of the kids in like this plastic cup with popsicle sticks and their names were scribbled on them. And it just so happened that like the teacher, the director, whomever pulled out a popsicle stick and Lily Gladstone got the lead. And we were joking throughout the whole thing. I'm like, well, you're not getting cast on popsicle sticks anymore. Um, Martin Scorsese movies. Um, <laughs> but the, I think the really beginning was Missoula Children's Theater. But prior to that, she wanted to be a dancer. So she did a bunch of different ballet classes and point classes, and her family was immensely supportive, and she kind of had this really funny anecdote where they would go to Costco and Kalispell, and then like they were getting Costco groceries, and she would go do ballet classes, and um, yeah, she said they were really supportive, but eventually ballet became a little too intense and kind of became like the pre-professional extremes that people often hear about or talk about and so she had this epiphany that it was the performance aspect that she liked the most with ballet and so that kind of moved her into the theater realm and then Missoula Children's Theater kind of sparked that and she said you know for like one week a year she got to feel like she had this purpose and she found herself and she said you know people would say oh now we know what Lily's good at now we know like who Lily is and I think that was a really big moment for her and now 
last week or about two weeks ago now, she was in Montana teaching some reservation kids theater movement and zip zap zap, which is like a theater warm up game that a lot of people probably know. <laughs> um, and we were just talking about the power of theater and storytelling, and she was talking about how that really in- inspires her. Where where's Lily from? How did she get to this crazy place? How'd she get to UMT? What was her childhood like? Yeah. So she grew up on the Blackfeet Reservation in Browning East Glacier, Montana. Um, And there weren't many arts opportunities. uh, And so that's why she had been going to Kalispell for ballet lessons. Um, And so when Missoula Children's Theater came to town once a year, that was kind of the arts for her once a year that would happen. Eventually in middle school, I think very beginning of middle school, she moved to Seattle with her family, and she said that was a really big culture shock, and she really missed Montana. And so what eventually brought her back to Montana was University of Montana, but she had been getting recruited by these Ivy League schools. Also, one of the biggest, biggest reasons that I chose UM was because it was the only place in the country at the time that offered a standalone Native American Studies program. Everything else and all the other universities that was kind of Um, that were reaching out to me and were recruiting me. I also knew that if I was studying theater and the humanities in general, I wanted to pursue a Native American studies program as well. And everywhere else, anything to do with Native American history, um, any kind of any kind of study was an offshoot of whatever their history program was. And something that I thought also like was influenced by like her, her background and heritage is like her time at UM. Like she turned down some really big schools, some great opportunities to come here because of the Native American Studies program. Yeah. And I'm really curious, like what was her time at UM like? You know, I think what was interesting is she was saying she wasn't cast in a ton of main stage shows. Um That's just, you know, kind of how it goes sometimes. But she was talking about how she was kind of keeping a pulse on other opportunities, and that led her to media arts and student films. And so I was talking to quite a few different people that have worked with her um, and kind of talking about, like, the serendipitous nature of how things go and how... You know, she was at the right place at the right time, meeting the right people. And it's very possible that at that time she was just loving a project. And it turned into like the first domino in this whole series of dominoes. And now she, you know, has a movie coming out with Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. So, you know, but one thing that she really spent time talking about was it has never been about fame. It has never been about being a celebrity. I think interested people are interesting. And it kind of goes back to something Jillian Campana said, you know, as long as you stay interested, then you will be interesting. If you care about something um, passionately, then that passion is what makes you appealing to other people. And I think that's definitely part of it, you know, um, being present, reacting, taking in what's around you. Jillian Campana was somebody that really affected Lily. Um, And there were times when Lily thought about quitting acting because she didn't love the idea of what certain actors kind of become, where it becomes about like this celebrity, this brand, this, you know, like, quote unquote, me aspect of theater. Um, 
and she was talking with Jillian, who at the time worked at UM, about theater and social change and the things you can do with theater and acting. And Jillian, who I got to Skype with, not Skype with, that's like five years ago. Jillian, who I got to Zoom with, is teaching in Cairo, Egypt. Um, And so it was really cool to hear about how she, you know, even in a different country is still rooting for Lily. And um, there was still these massive moments and memories that she had of Lily that were kind of right on the surface and easy to pull pull up to talk about. And um, I don't know. I think there was a really strong connection there between Lily and Jillian. Yeah. If there's a, I'm sure that other people have said this, but if there is a person who deserves this, it's her. And if there's a person who will make a difference with this celebrity, it's also her. She's in it for the right reasons. And like at the time, what was Jillian's relation to to Lily? Yeah, so Jillian was a UM theater professor who taught theater and social change and kind of how they can work together. And that was something that really inspired Lily. And um, I think Jillian explained theater and acting in a way that maybe really resonated with Lily, you know, that it can be about the work it doesn't have to be about the person and if it is about the person it's probably not very good work what about her her time at the repertory theater like after she graduated school but before she did all these wonderful amazing things like what what was the interim like for her yeah so she did um she did the miracle worker and i talked to bernadette sweeney who now teaches at UM and is a professor of theater, but at that time also was the director. Um, And she had this really amazing story of when Lily was auditioning. She had said that, you know, she was auditioning everyone, and at the very end of these auditions, she turned to um, Craig Johnson, who passed away, um, and she said, She's also from Ireland, and so she has this really, like, beautifully sweet, I don't even know if I can do the accent, but she's like, I just need Lily. Um, at the time, and of course, Lily's was one of those voices that was adding to that so beautifully, and um, she had a real sensitivity to the nuances of language and meaning and music, and of course, the, um, the issues of the environment, um, the, the world that they live in, which is so key to that play. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just also just... Uh, such a she's a really really fabulous actor because she can see elements of the universal experience as well and like in those dark times when Lily was like I I don't know if this is the right path for me like I don't want that to be my life like what do you know did she say what like brought her out of it I think what we kind of touched on and what she had said was that it circles back to the work to the story. Um, Lily talked about how she's inspired by land and, you know, she really uses land and kind of groundedness and how she finds characters. And so the role of the rancher, which is the role that got her all of these accolades in certain women in 2016, um, you know, she plays this rancher and she told me 
she, you know, bought these clothes and she walked certain ways to kind of understand how a rancher would walk. And she had some of that history herself. And so, you know, all of that played into creating the character, but she really used the land and the atmosphere and that kind of world around the rancher character to build the story. I think everybody can do with like a little bit of Lily Gladstone in the a back of their minds. A little bit of Lily Gladstone, like sprinkle the Lily Gladstone in there. A little sprinkling of Lily Gladstone. What oh do you think gosh. we can learn? Like we being the proverbial whoever's listening to this, but like, what do you think people can learn from the way Lily is and just this gift that she has? There's a lot of things I've learned but I think have courage to be yourself. I think that is a theme that came up. You know, don't be afraid to own your story and find your voice and, you know, you're never gonna have things figured out. You're gonna always be a newbie at something. And um, she was talking about how, you know, a bunch of people are graduating into the end of like this pandemic. Um, She specifically was talking about the graduating piece and not always knowing what's gonna be next and finding a little bit of quiet, like confidence in the unknown and being okay with the fact that you're gonna have to figure it out as you go along. Lily Gladstone. Lily Gladstone. It also rolls off the tongue. It really does. Lily Gladstone. Lily Gladstone, you will know that name. A name that I'm excited to say in future podcasts, simply I, because it's so lovely. It's Lily Gladstone. Lovely. It's Mariah's full story on Lily Gladstone's life as an actress and time at UM in this week's paper, out on newsstands and our website now. The Kyman cast is produced and edited by Austin Amistoy and me, Eleanor Smith. Reporting by Mariah Karras. That's it for this week's episode. Next time, a sit-down with Seth Bodner and everyone's favorite host, Austin Amistoy, as we say goodbye to our graduating class and the school year winds to an end. I'll see you there. <laughs>